This is the First Emmanuel Lutheran Church podcast. For more information about us, who we are, and how to get connected, check us out online at filministries.org. Today's message is delivered by Pastor Ethan Lumen. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make Why are you all here? You, know, you should have had a snow day from church, right? No. Why are you tuning in online? You could be out shoveling your driveway or, or enjoying watching the snowfall. It doesn't make sense. No, I know that you've made a sacrifice this morning. You have wanted to hear from God and you made your way here to worship because you know that God shows up when his word is spoken. There's so many things, though, in our lives, in our world that don't always make sense to us. Uh, we can look at the physical world and you know, we see like when, when water freezes and becomes a solid, it actually becomes lighter. Why is that? Everything else becomes harder. You know, why does ice float instead of sinking? Um, why does math work? How, can, how is it that we can look out and see the stars and comprehend how they move? How can we launch a rocket that's going to end up on the moon as we both spin through space? It's hard to make sense of. And these are just like the physical world things. And now we get into the world of relationships, and my goodness, it gets way more complex. How is it that another person can understand the words that come out of my mouth? And, and how is it that in a relationship we can, we can come to be friends or have those arguments and not understand each other? Right? Man, it's just life doesn't always Makes sense. Then enter the pains and the struggles and the hardships and the failures. And, and, well, then we really start to wonder and question and want to ask God, why? As we've been tracking with Job, that's exactly where he ended up, wasn't it? A man who followed God with all his heart, who, who uh, did everything right by the book, and, and everything was taken away. His friends came and they tried to explain for him, right? When you're a bad person, bad things happen. So maybe, Job, you're, you're a bad person. All you got to do is, is repent and turn back to God and, and he'll make it all better. They tried to help Job make sense of the pain he was in. Well, they failed. Job, he just pleaded his case with them and he just said, I want to talk to God. I need to make my appeal to God. Well, God answered that request. In Job chapter 38, we heard last week, God showed up. And you remember what he answered Job? He said, hey, where were you when I put it all together? Where were you when I told the ocean this far and no further? Hey, can you imagine controlling the dragons and the sea monsters? He goes to some pretty crazy places as God talks about uh, making the stars and the constellations exactly as he wanted them to be, and, and making the earth and, and, and keeping it uh, under his control. And as, I, as I've read those chapters, 38, 39, and 40, and 41, it, uh, I don't think my lectures to my kids are nearly long enough. That's one thing that I learned. You know, God took four chapters. I think I should get at least 40 minutes for my lectures with my kids. No. What is hard for me to, to fathom is that God does not answer Job in the ways that I want him to, at least. He doesn't come to Job and say, hey, I'm really sorry. 
about all you went through. He doesn't come to Job and say, well, you know, I made a wager with Satan that you wouldn't lose faith no matter what happened. Hey, I won the bet. Thanks a lot. He doesn't come to Job and, and, and say, boy, you made it through. He doesn't give Job any of that. He just comes and says, where were you when I did it all? I don't know how satisfied I'd be with God's answer. That wasn't there, but, but Job, he comes to a place where he says this line, 42 verse 1, he says, I know that you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. As God described all this thing, two things came to mind for Job. The first is that God can do anything. God can do what God wants. He's, he's the creator of all things. He's outside of creation and, well, he can do anything. If he wants to destroy, he can destroy. If he wants to build up, he can build up. If he wants to uproot, he can uproot. If he wants to tear down or build up, he can do anything he wants. He's like, uh, he's like the boy with his Legos. He can scrap the instructions if he wants and build it, whatever. And if that were the only thing about God, that'd be a little scary. Being in the hand of a God who could do anything he wanted, man, we'd be a little nervous. Is the building going to collapse on us? Is God going to wipe us out this moment? We wouldn't know how to trust a God who just did whatever God wanted to do. That wasn't the only thing that Job learned. As, as God described everything that God did, another thing was clear to Job. That no purpose of God's can be thwarted or, or put to an end or made to cease. Job saw purpose in everything God did. And this is why he could trust this God who could do whatever God wanted. Because he saw that as, as God had the stars spinning in heaven and as God stopped the water on the earth, as God controls the, the great creatures he created, there's a purpose in all of it. So if God can do whatever God wants, and if there's a purpose to what God does, we know that God's will has a purpose. We know that God acts with intentionality. It might be the single greatest lesson that we can take away from the book of Job. No matter what Job encountered, no matter how deep his pain and grief were, when God came and spoke to him, he understood that God had a purpose for all of it. He didn't need to know what that purpose was. He was at peace knowing that God's will would be done. You know, it's interesting after chapters and chapters of Job lamenting and praying and shouting out loud, in his response to God, he really only says three verses. The first is that I know you can do all things and that no purpose of yours can be thwarted. Then in verse 3, he just quotes what God said in Job 38. God said, hey, who is this who conceals counsel without knowledge? 
And Job said, hey, I, I talked, I opened up my mouth, and I, I didn't understand your ways. Your ways were too wonderful for me. It's, it's beyond anything I could ever comprehend. Sorry, God. And then in verse um, 4, he quotes God again from Job 41. When God said, hear and I will speak. I will question you and why don't you make it known to me? And, and Job says, hey, I had heard of you by the hearing of the ear, but now I see you with my own eyes. And what Job is saying is that even before the scriptures were written, because Job lived before Moses most likely, which meant there was no written scripture yet. But there was, a, there was an oral story that already was being passed down from parents to children and parents to children that people would know the, the God of creation. Job had heard from his faithful parents about the God who had created everything and, and worked in the world. He said, I had heard about you with my ears. I followed you, but now I have seen you with my eyes. He said, I despise myself. Literally, I reject myself. I reject my will. I reject my way of thinking. I reject my own autonomy, and I put myself in your hands, he says, as I repent and dust and ashes. Heard you with the hearing of the ear, and now I see you. You know, when Jesus came, John 1, it says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. But God didn't want us just to hear with the ears. He wanted us to see with the eyes. And John 1 says, The Word became flesh and made His dwelling among us. Jesus came into that which was His own. The world which He created, He made Himself a little Lego Dude, they haven't made the, uh, a Lego movie about Jesus yet, have they? If anyone does that, you know, they got to give credit to me. Okay, so make sure that my name gets in the subtitles there somewhere. Um, Jesus came into the world in which he created. And what it says there in John 1, his own people didn't recognize him. His own people didn't understand him because they were looking for the the thunderstorm. They were, they were looking for the, mar, mar, the majesty and the marvelousness. And Jesus came as just an ordinary guy. Just a baby, born in a barn to a normal family. He lived in a boring town. He was a carpenter until he was 30. And then when he started to rise to power, you know, he, didn't like, he didn't build up an army. He didn't call all these strong men to himself to take over Rome and, and conquer the known world. He started to heal people and love people and share the light of life. Job rejected himself. But the people of Jesus' time rejected him. They rejected God because they, they, didn't, they didn't see in Jesus, the kind of God that they were looking for. The kind of God that would do anything to win. They didn't see the kind of glory that they had hoped to find. So they rejected him. They had him killed as a criminal, tried as a traitor, hung on a cross to be executed 
among thieves. Jesus came to that which was his own to suffer for grace. Because we know, right, as Job said, God can do anything, and that's what God chose to do. God can do anything, and his purpose would not be thwarted. See, Jesus came, it said, that we would all have the right to become children of God. We would have the power to become children of God, not by the will of a man, not by the natural means, not by earning it or, or war or anything like that. We would become children of God because of Jesus' sacrifice. Jesus has earned us a place in the family of God. God can do anything. And through Jesus' suffering, he's included us into God's forever family. Where in your life, where in your life are you struggling to say, God, your purpose cannot be thwarted? Jesus said it a different way. He said, your will be done. The Lord's prayer, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. As you control the cosmic dance, Lord, control my life. Your will be done. Where are you struggling to pray that prayer? Where are you struggling to, to turn it over to God? Where are you, 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 you've heard in your ear, but where are you waiting to see with your eyes what God is doing in your life? I'm sure over the past 10 months, we've all had at least one moment where we said, why God? Why are you doing it this way? Why are you doing this to me? Why the pain and the suffering and the struggle? Why? Why must the world be like this? Why must there be so, so much turmoil and, and, and strife? Whatever that is for you, Jesus has invited us to join Job, to join himself in that prayer to turn ourselves over to God's control, to, to pray, thy will be done. And in praying that prayer, we'll get to the place where making sense doesn't matter. Thanks for listening to this week's message. If you want to learn more about First Emmanuel Lutheran Church, visit filministries.org. We'll see you next week, and God bless.